The following broadcast is brought to you by Elite Performance. What's poppin' corn snacks? Printed memories. Revved up tattoos. The fighter's friend. And Doc Sports Service. BW Sports One. Sports media marketing and design. Check us out at BWSportsOne.com. It's another original BW Sports One production. What is going on? What's happening? What's popping? It's Wednesday night with the one and the lion. You know it's time for the Dukes of football. Football, 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 football. <laughs> the crowd is going wild. We are getting closer and closer and closer to the beginning of the regular season. And not only that. We are just one week away from the spectacle of your boys, the one and the Lions annual NCAA kickoff show sponsored by the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. (laughs) Totally not. Wish they were, but hey, we're not there yet. By the image, we're totally sponsored by the image of the Fighting I, Irish Notre Dame. <laughs> What's up, bro? Nada, man. I'm trying to fix this uh, setup over here a little bit, so better with going. you. Yeah. No, I'm, I think I've I'm, got it going for right now, but I really want a an overhaul. I understand. I understand. I'm social media right now. I was gonna go outside. Um, what a beautiful afternoon, but. I didn't feel like logging all the stuff downstairs. <laughs> I'm not so, gonna lie. Update on the foot, on the one's foot. Um, the one's foot is just a a foot dangling in the air as I stroll through uh, the city of Indianapolis. Now, there's really no new updates. You know what I mean? Other than it looks better with the stitches and all the scarring and stuff going away, but. Um, I think I got three weeks, maybe two before the cast for my ne- for my next visit. Is that when the cast my- is on or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I all I know is I was supposed to be there five weeks from my last visit. I think there's two weeks. I think I got a visit in two weeks. There we go. The one foot. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done a TikTok storyline of my Foot. Man, you should have. <laughs> I bet you could pull eno- enough pictures from the past of what it used to look like into now and then keep them coming and then put it all together. I, I like could. the idea. That's a cool I idea. I could, because there's a lot of crappy ankle photos. <laughs> <laughs> I could just show them the x-rays and I'd just be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, man. I've seen those. 
<laughs> so what is popping this week, brother? What is going on? I know you got something. You're doing something real quick. And then it's going to be my turn to do that real quick. So keep <laughs> rolling on. That's all right. Uh, you know, let's start off a little bit. I, I do see that we had um, some football news locally happening this past weekend. With that the, is uh, true. With the, you know, finally, high school football is back. So what did you, you know, see here, highlights, scores, stats, whatever, what kind of stuck out to you? Um, what stuck out to me, this is kind of going to be kind of selfish and kind of local, uh, local as in my township. Um, there was a lot of good scores, a lot of good games. I went to dive into some of them. I know there was a guy uh, who had like 300 yards on the ground over the weekend. I can't remember what his name was. Um, there were some, there were some good games like the, uh, the Warren central um, center Grove game. You know, that was a very highly anticipated game. Odd that that game was the first game of the season for both. Um, especially, Ooh, boy, center Grove got some shit going on with them, but they throwing it right now. I know you've heard, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. but it's the basketball side. Yep. Yeah, being down there on the south side, you hear a lot. (laughs) Hey, that's that's good. But um, so that was good. There was some other up a couple other good ones. I know uh, the one big out of state game that we had last week was um, Carmel uh, being visited by Trinity out of Kentucky. There's another big game for the out of state competition as well this uh, upcoming week. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But the thing that excited me most was here in Pike Township. Um, I know they lost to Zionsville, uh, but you can see the transformation in the vibe around the program. Um, I know they had a new coach last year, and I'm not against bringing um, – I, I don't want to say – I want to say this delicately because I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not against bringing somebody in to coach a group of individuals that is not in their demographic, but you got to be able to associate with these kids. Uh, The guy that was in last year was a good guy, good coach, came from Sheridan, but he didn't identify with these kids. It was hard for them to relate, and it showed on the football field. The coach that they brought in now, this guy is is on his stuff. You know what I mean? He's a brother. He's already got the, the program with a different vibe. You can see it around the people around him. The kids playing, and you saw it on the field. Uh, they lost to Zionsville in double overtime, bro. In the first quarter, we were there because it was Pike uh, youth football. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was double overtime. And uh, the first quarter, I think there was like nine turnovers between the two schools. Nobody got passed. I mean, it was fumbles. It was interceptions. It was all that. (laughs) Damn. Exciting game. But um, if you can see on the polls that I put up uh, yesterday on the page, um, both schools actually got a vote to be uh, on the poll last uh, for this upcoming week because of that game, because of the turnaround of both of those programs who haven't had good programs in the last couple of years. Yep. So Sean just said it. FC looked good against Perry. This week may be a little different with the, uh, I'm sorry, Royals of Ron Colley hosting the Flashes, number one in 5A right now. That is correct. 
We'll have to I still that. want to call them the Rebels too, bro. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I mean, I'm trying to get over it. It's it's, it's hard. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it's hard. I mean, I haven't called them the Redskins, but I'm definitely still calling them the Washington football team. It's hard for me not to say Redskins because that's what I know. Right. But so um, yeah, there's some good games this week, man. There's some good games. Uh Carmel. I'm, Obviously, I'm gonna put obviously I'm gonna put Pike on anything because that's where my son right. is destined to be playing. It. So I get it. Uh, they play Fishers this week. Should be a decent game. Uh, the Carmel's in the Grove. That's gonna be a good game. Hey, shout out to my guy uh, Blake Matthews who scored the lone touchdown for Carmel in that game. I think it was a seventy something yard slant touchdown where he caught the he caught it on the on the slant at the hash. Beat one dude to the corner and was down the sideline, ghosty. So, shout out to him for scoring the touchdown for uh, the Greyhounds. But they got a tough task with number one center Grove, who put a good, good touch it on Warren Central. Man, that, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a team to beat. So, if anybody can beat them, Carmel may have their their nine, their number this year, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I don't know. I don't know. But the but the real big game, the the other big game that we have is the out of state or the other out of state game, Warren Central. Um, they're being visited by Detroit King out of Michigan. Um, if you know anything about the reason when it comes to football, that's another one of those powerhouse schools out of out of Michigan when it comes to football. So. They're coming down to the west side, or no, excuse me, the east side of Indy to play uh, Warren Central. So um, keep an eye on that one. I'll keep an eye on that one. And I think that's what I got for high school. I got one thing real quick. The week one passing leaders, and this is just the Indianapolis area. You got Tri-West, Ty Owens leading the pack at 380 yards. Ryan Zimmerman from Garion. Uh, Gerion. Gerion. I don't know how to say it. Garion. Gurren, yeah, that, there you go. Up there on the north, it's it's the private school that's uh, ah okay. It's right up. I think her colors are purple and gold. They're right in between Westfield and Carmel. Little private school. Thinking they're on Gray Road, like 146 in Gray Road. Okay, okay. 363 yards for him. Mason Reynolds from Avon, 293 yards. Carter Watson from Speedway, 291, and Montez Jones from Lawrence North with 283. Mm. There you go. That's nice. Ben Davis plays Avon this week. Damn. I know. Yeah. Ben Davis got uh, kind of schlalicked. Or shellac- yeah. Yeah, shallacked, yeah. I think Lawrence North plays Westfield. I uh, know Westfield is really good. So yeah. that ought to be a good one. So there you go for the local. Oh, yeah. Uh, the youth pipe uh, red team uh, led by the defensive captain. Uh, they won their game on Friday. Um, I hear Sean. Uh, this little guy won their game as well over the weekend. So shout out to youth football. Youth sports is awesome. Get your kids in youth sports. Let them play whatever and filter out themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't don't put don't fail your dreams on them, but let kids play youth sports. There it's great go. for leadership skills and team building and all that kind of personable stuff. So Absolutely. get your kids in sports. Sean, real quick before we move on from high school sports this week. Uh, there is a lot more out-of-state or cross-boundaries uh, cross games um, going on nowadays compared to when we were in high school. Uh, you know, we kind of started my senior year. We went down to Cincinnati Molar 
and Cathedral, where your boy went, um, went to St. Xavier, you know, that same night. And that was kind of the first time that both of us had crossed crossed over to Ohio. And, and now it's kind of been an ongoing thing. It's ever since then, it does seem like Indiana teams have started to cross those lines with Kentucky, you know, Louisville teams, Michigan teams, like you mentioned. And uh, Ohio. Ohio teams. Yeah. yeah, just around here, obviously. But uh, it's starting to, it's really starting to look good for the high school scene in football. And it's going to dive into other sports like basketball and stuff like that coming up soon. So, so it, it when it comes to the football crossing over, um, it's normally been the, the, the private and the Catholic schools that normally do it. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't your, your city schools or your township schools per se. I know we did a little bit in basketball because we played in that shootout down in Southport mm-hmm. where we did play a couple of teams. I think we played the number one team in the country right at that year was Benton Harbor, Michigan. I think they had four guys off that team go high level D1 and two of them went to the league. Um, but it was, uh, but most of the time you see it with the um, the private schools or the Catholic schools. Um, I think Carmel was might have been one of the first to do it who was a quote-unquote township public. public school. You know what I'm saying? And now what you're seeing, like Warren Central doing it, Brownsburg is doing it, um, uh, Ben Davis is doing it when they're good. You know, they tend to shy away when they don't have, you know, um, 48-year-old dudes playing on their team. But <laughs> No shot at all. No shot at all. No shot at all. But um, <laughs> should be a good weekend of high school football. If you can get out of some Portrait Township um, and watch these young men play uh, this really exciting brand of football. I know uh, we're going to be visiting more of these high school games because of our kids. So um, I may be fun. make my way over to Ron Colley this Friday night. I got some friends that uh, he went to FC, but his son now plays for Ron Colley. So it's going to be interesting. So, so I there you go. That's that kind of stuff. I, know, I understand how that feels. Graduated from Lawrence Dorf and had to cheer for Carvel. I yep. get it. Well, I you know, it. I've been cheering for basketball for flashes, but next year is when it comes relevant to I'll be actually on FC flash. Sport. Yeah, I so get it. I know some flashers, man. Ooh, I know some flashers. I just don't know. Hey, look, Addison looked absolutely adorable in her cheerleading outfit. Go, she's girlfriend. Cheering. She's getting it down. She's got better moves than her mom and dad. Actually, I love my sister-in-law and I love my niece, but I was there and I was told, yes, she does get her gracefulness straight from her mama. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Love Lashley. All right, folks, that was our high school scene and in our local scene. And that was brought to you by Local Memory Makers, brought to you by Printed Memories. Uh, Get all of your direct-to-print needs at one spot. Boom! 3174. Nine four zero eight one one today. Pow! I'm gonna be the guy the from boys from BW Sports One sent you. What? Yeah, I'm gonna be the guy from uh, Step Brothers. Pow! <laughs> oh He's Lord, have mercy! Pow! <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get it. What's popping? Boom! Uh, <laughs> Lord Jesus! All right, so um, I guess let's get into some quick football talk before we get into our AFC North breakdown. Um, and I do understand that we have our whole full crew back. Raphael has our our numbers for us, has spoken to us from Vegas. Yes, and sir. the Dynasty Brothers are giving us our update because I because I know we just had the fantasy thing 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I was dying to hear for the last week to 
contradict all what they were saying. So like I'm playing fantasy. <laughs> I will tell you that we did get a double dip in this week from the Dynasty Bros with the North and the South uh, talks because they weren't able to uh, make it last week. So we do have both the North and the South divisions for fantasy talks tonight. And just to let you know, Rafael Esparza is ready to get down live and in charge next week with us on the College Preview Show. Oh, that's going to be hot. Cannot wait. Hey, if he says one bad thing about Michigan, I'm going to mute him. I'm going to hit his (laughs) mic. I'm going to take out his mic. Uh, He can say that they're not favorite, but he can't say nothing bad about the beauty. I got you. I want All right. So, uh, (laughs) all right. So, let's get into some. What are we doing? What is doing? I think it's uh, what's popping. What's popping preseason? Yeah, so we're just going to go with this. Boom! <laughs> Brought to you by What's Poppin' Corn Snacks. Check out the best gourmet popcorn around. And make it your own custom label. Check out What's Poppin' Corn Snacks Pow! Pow! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I had to get back with you. I had to get so uh, that takes us into you know I guess that's supposed to be just going across the bottom. I knew better than that. Yeah. Man. That's all right. That's all right. Man. Man. All right, so um, Jerry Jones. Who? Jerry Jones. Who? Uh, him and AB are making news last uh, week or so. Um, he immediately shuts the door on any possibility of Antonio Brown manipulating his way onto the Cowboys. You know, because they're in desperate need of receivers. Oh, you know, they're in desperate need of something, but God, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Jerry Jones, you finally said something smart. Don't let that man on anybody, on your football team or anybody's. He needs help. Hey, man, we finally know where Jerry Jones' cutoff line is. <laughs> on Antonio Brown level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We finally got that line to understand where Jerry Jones is going to say no. <laughs> so there's a possibility that Odell, that Odell Beckham Jr. can still end up at Dallas, because he's nowhere near AB status. That is true. That is very true. God, man. Huh. I don't know how to take that one. They're in my division, so I'd rather not see him again because I had to deal with him in, in New York. But uh. hey, I don't think he's going there. He, he's if nah. at this point he can choose um where he's going, and it's gonna be title contender. So um yeah. Sorry, Cowboy fans. Dallas. Y'all are not title <laughs> contenders. <laughs> I'm a fan of Michael Parsons. I don't have any issues with Dak Prescott's hips. <laughs> but you guys are Super Bowl contenders. So I'm going to have to do that at Elite Performance tomorrow morning. <laughs> Tips. Please get that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, please get that on camera. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So uh the Grunk Boys got together over the weekend, um, Saturday night for UFC. What was it, 278 or 279? Uh, something. 270 something. Yeah, hell, I can't remember now. Yeah, but... a lot. Yeah. Well, it was uh Usman Edwards. So that was the pay-per-view. Uh, they had the Grunk cast, so you had to order 
the pay-per-view to get the broadcast. So obviously, you know, we got ESP plus and secret society codes. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so we're watching, you know what I mean? And the broadcast and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we all know Uzma got the kick. I just had to mention it. It was jaw, jaw jury. 278 mama says, thank you, mama, very much. Gracias. Um, so at that point, <laughs> hell of a kick. I was like, dude, why wouldn't you run in anyway? But that's not Uzma. He don't dance around. He stands in the fire, but whatever. Uh, they already they already got a, a third a rubber Bro, match. We already Mark. knew that was happening. Just like we knew New Year's was right back with Pena. You're not going to get somebody else before me, bro. This is coming right back. <laughs> thought Pena was might going to be pulling it off, but nope. Yeah, no, nope. I didn't. Yeah, nope. she said. She said, "I told y'all I was hurt, and I wasn't mentally ready, and y'all thought I was playing." So I came back unhurt and mentally ready, and mm. destroyed her. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but anyway, we had a story from the great Dana White about how John Gruden again screwed over uh, the Raiders. I don't think he screwed over. At that point in time, Tom Brady's going to leave New England. We wasn't sure. He was old. We don't know what he was going to do. We didn't know all these extras that he was going to bring. If you were in those circumstances with those individuals of knowing what you're doing, knowing the potential upside of Derek Carr, would you have said no to that deal or would you have accepted that deal? Man, I don't know. It would have been tempting. It sure as hell would have been tempting to bring Tom Brady to out of New England to Vegas. Well, where they they were still L.A. at the time. Um, but on their way ready, to Vegas, yeah, yep. on their way to Vegas. So I don't know it, it, that that could have been one of those fairy tale stories that Gruden would have definitely uh, hoped for, especially now. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hopefully I don't know. Done. I don't know. Um, I would try to say I would be biased. But he's Tom Brady and he's Michigan. I'm probably going to yeah. execute that deal. See, I could give two shits less if he's Michigan or not. It's but it, it's what I mean, it's so Tom hard. Brady, bro. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm probably going to look at that real hard, yeah, really, really hard. Like, I gotta need, I need to see some type of serious commitment out of him. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to do that, knowing that what I got has a very high upside and we like him. It's, yeah, that's a difficult one. Yeah, I'll probably have to. I'll probably pull. I'll probably say no. <laughs> I'll probably say no. Truth tell. I'll probably well, say no. There you go. He says no to that. I says, man, it'd be tempting. And the Panthers come out and say that Baker Mayfield is their starting quarterback week one. Hey, is it good? Yes, I'm going to have to agree with their decision because of what we talked about last week. In our uh, NFC South division talks about the head and where the mind is of Sam Darnold. It's not been there since he saw ghosts in New York. Don't know what's going on with the kid. I hope, uh, you know, I hope everything is going right up there, but who knows? But obviously, Baker is a, a dominant quarterback compared to Sam Darnold with that offense. Interesting. 
<laughs> no, um, I'm all good with uh, Baker Mayfield being the starter in Pan uh, Carolina. I kind of expected it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sam Darnold was not – I mean, his – they both were starting quarterbacks in previous destinations, but they um, – you know what I'm saying? Well, Baker Mayfield um, um, Baker was more better. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was better at his position. Um, I kind of think that it was a little premature to get rid of Baker still, even though you brought Deshaun in um, with the money that he made. But look at the situation that you have now. Um, with Jacoby Brissett, we'll talk about that later on, how that completely changes how my picks turn out because of that. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's time for Baker's um, resurgence, kind of like when he went over to Oklahoma from wherever the hell he was at. I forgot where he was at and he transferred to Oklahoma and then it just turned to – Boom. Brain fart. You know what I'm saying? So yep. um, I know, yeah. I'm expecting – a good season from Baker. Yeah. If McCaffrey is healthy. That's the big if. We talked about it last week, guys. Like I said, check it out <laughs> on the YouTube channel. But yeah, that's a big, that's a big play in the the success of Baker Mayfield behind the center. Um staying with the quarterbacks here, you know, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. That situation is heating up a little bit. Damon, what do you think of that whole uh, scenario going on in San Fran? Um, me, personally, I would have never put them in this situation. Um, Jimmy G took you to the Super Bowl, bro. And he's supposed to not be a good quarterback. And he took you to the Super Bowl. Period. You know what I mean? That's the end result. You know, what's the next step? You don't know. You're not going to give him a chance to give him the next step. Because you have this this blind religious faith in a guy who's thrown 300 passes in the last, you know, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, okay. Yeah. Trey Lance looks great in preseason, but it's preseason. They're playing bland defenses. They're showing you obvious blitzes. Why do you get to when you're playing the starters 75% of the plays and you're going against them running these schemes designed to stop you? You know what I mean? You need a guy behind there. And um, me, I, if I was Jimmy, I wouldn't touch Cleveland with a 10-foot pole. No, because you're going to have to say week 11, when they go to Houston, you're going to have to sit down. Or week Everything 12, is whatever. a transition period. So I wouldn't go to Cleveland. You're not going to hire me for an assassin year. I'm looking at play. If I'm him, I'm looking at places that have uh, budding talent. I'm trying to keep an eye on Miami. Um, I'm trying to keep an eye on the Giants with Daniel Jones. Um, I'm trying to keep an eye on, um, this is going to throw you off, but Houston Texans. They can get paid a lot. You know what I mean? You can go down there to Houston. They got a nice running game. They got a decent receiver and some young, they got a decent tight end and some young receivers and an up-and-coming defense led by a defensive-minded coach and Lovey Smith. That would be a nice slot. You know what I mean? That would be a nice recovery for the city of Houston. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just I'm just putting it out there. I mean, I'm not an expert. We said That's it here first, see. folks. Yeah, we said it That's here That's just first. what I see. Those are, those are places I'm looking at. Maybe Atlanta, but it's going to be hard to get Atlanta because they drafted Ritter. You know what yeah. I mean? They got Mariota up in two. 
uh, Ritter's ready. Don't look at Pittsburgh, Brody, because they got three of them, and they can't figure they out which one they got to yeah. get rid of. I was going to say, we'll talk about that here in a minute, but, yeah, they're having a hell of a controversy going on right now. But Well, it's not a controversy. Well, it's the no. contest, and yeah. it's very exciting. Yes, it is. Minnesota would maybe one of those also put on that list. Kirk Cousins, who knows what's going to happen with him. Uh, the main thing I want to say about Jimmy G is remember who he spent time underneath in New England. He showed you what he could do on the field. He may have taken a little bit more than what people give him credit to from Mr. Brady himself. We'll see what happens. I like the kid. I've always, I've never had a problem with him. Uh, he's always been shown what he could do on the field. And I think he's going to be a good asset for any team that wants him that deserves to have somebody like him on their team. Bill Belichick doesn't make bad draft choices. Nope. Maybe Jacoby, but I don't really think that was a bad draft choice. But I don't think Bill Bates bad. That was a guy. They couldn't keep him because Tom wasn't ready to go yet. And you didn't have a reason to replace him, and they loved him, but you had to get rid of one or the other, and they wasn't ready for Tom. So there That's you true. go. That's true. Um, Tragic news. Great uh, Kansas City Chief quarterback uh, took, uh, took the Chiefs. Uh, unfortunately, they lost to the Green Bay Packers in the very first Super Bowl play, Super Bowl one. But he did come back a couple years later and win a Super Bowl for the Chiefs. Uh, Lynn, Lynn Dawson passed at 87 years old. Uh, my first memory of me really paying attention was the voices of foot to football, uh, especially NFL football, was the voices of Lynn Dawson and Nick Bonacani on HBO inside the NFL. That was before wow. I was watching Sports Center and any of that stuff it used to come on Friday nights. Yep. And I watched that religiously, man. So you got to see all the good highlights, the nice interviews. You know what I mean? I missed that. That was that was good football back then. It was good football commentation. That be was. You just hit that. And I just thought, as soon as you said that, I'm like, damn, I do remember that now. I mean, I remember inside the NFL, but now that you put Lynn Dawson, I'm like, damn, okay, damn. Yeah, it was Lynn Dawson and Nick Bonacani. Oh, Lord, I remember it. Because I had to get up and get to the cable box and <laughs> slide it over to HBO. <laughs> Yep, yep. That was right after the hit the hit the side of the TV because the antennas wasn't working really well, and you click, 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 click. Yeah, but with the cable box came, all that went away, baby. It's like a ziplock bag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, rest in peace to them. Um, next week, bro. Next NCAA. week. Mm, can't NCAA. wait. Next Thursday, NCAA football season actually kicks off. But next Wednesday is our NCAA show. I actually think that there is a Wednesday night game. Oh, Snapple. Was it like like Boise State? It's nobody huge. Jackson, Mississippi, Cut County. Yeah, it's nothing big, but. I think there is a game on Wednesday. I could be wrong on that, but I could have swore I saw that on the schedule. I'm like, damn, okay. But well, it's 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 our first, it's our kickoff show for NCAA. Yes. We're gonna dive into it. We're gonna talk about these NIL deals. We're gonna talk about you know these uh, new alignments that come in effect. 
um, in the next couple of years, you know, with the change with Texas and Oklahoma. And then you got um, um, UCLA and USC and all. And then we ain't even talked about Cincinnati and West Virginia and all those moves that are happening that they're not talking about because they're not the big names. But the next couple of years, the whole scheme is going to be changed. So we're going to dive into that. And you'll see the first network picks from the whole team. You'll see the first network picks. So obviously college starts before the NFL. So we'll be a week ahead. So, uh, but all of them group together. We'll keep a tally of, of our wins and losses. We'll do three NCAA games and we'll do three NFL games. So we'll have six games total to pick from from the network. So you'll see our smiling faces and our picks every week and you'll see who knows their football best. Yes, sir. And you just reminded me, I got to get you some stuff over. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the reminder. Uh, so that takes us into week two preview or recap. Um not a whole bunch to talk about. A um, couple things we did see, a couple things you didn't like. Colts, uh, unfortunately, this happened in practice, I believe. But uh, Colts, the punter, um, can't remember his name, but he blew his Achilles. Sanchez? Was it Sanchez? Ah, no, it's, I don't think it's Sanchez. Sanferino? It's, yeah. San Bernardino. That sucks, man, for anybody. God, that just sounds painful to think that your your Achilles blew out like that. Oh, man. And then he walks off the field. It's like, what the hell? How did he walk, dude? Your foot's like this. Ask Kobe. Well. Mamba mentality, baby. True. But he shot the free throw, so what have made it <laughs> hot <laughs> is if dude would have kicked the field goal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been. That's a little different. <laughs> no, nah, bro. But black mama mentality. Gotta go get it. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, that sucks. It sucks. It sucks big time. Yeah. I honestly I didn't see a lot of of even highlights from this weekend. Um, was busy doing some stuff with the fam, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see much. I obviously, I didn't even get to catch my game. Um, I watched her game this morning. I saw a little highlights, but <laughs> other than that, I mean, let's just get to the season, man. Let's just yeah. get to the season. Right. There was some good stuff. Uh, my one good thing for the recap, uh, the Baltimore Ravens have a 22-game preseason winning streak. Wow. What does it mean? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Is it awesome? Hell yeah, because those cats is playing to win. It's kind of like being third It's kind of like being ranked number one in college in week one. Not it even close. Matter. Not even <laughs> close. But I see your apples and oranges, all of the fruit basket uh, relevancy there. But oh man, them second stringers and third stringers and practice squads that means some, bro. I never lost a preseason game, son. You know what I mean? Undefeated. That's, <laughs> no, it's that's the equivalent to getting a ring in summer league. Bam! <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Ouch. Said it. <laughs> I did. I did. So now we go to this week's games. Uh, last week's games, or last week of games for the preseason. Uh, most likely, you're going to see a lot of reserves. 
A lot of guys that are looking for auditions at other teams, uh, practice squad, practice squad members. Um, all these guys are what you're going to see. Um, there's going to be a couple games that you're going to see. Some people like the Pittsburgh game. You're going to see Mitch, and you're going to see, um, 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 damn it, Kenny Pickett. You're yeah. going to see both of them because it is a straight competition with those two. Sorry, Mason. You had one good dime, bro. You had a different dime in that one preseason game, but it's time to go ahead and let you go. You had your opportunities. But, <laughs> oh. you know, there's yeah. a couple. Um, I'd like to see uh, Cleveland. My, that was something that I thought was kind of dumb. Um, you've been doing um, first-team reps with Deshaun all offseason, knowing that he was going to be suspended. And now you got him gone for 11 weeks or 11 games. Mm -hmm. But do you play the guy who's gotten the least amount of reps in the preseason game where other teams are playing their varsity team members? Why wouldn't you put Jacoby on the field to get those first team reps? Great question. And we're going to get to that here shortly. Yeah. Uh, strange. So uh, here are some games for you. These are the Thursday uh, Friday games, obviously, we'll be looking at both of those games because of the two young quarterbacks. Uh, love showing what he can do when he's ready to get it from Aaron and um, the other guy from San Francisco, uh, Trey Lance, who um, sounds like a boy band, uh, is going to be <laughs> doing his thing. Um, and <laughs> then you have the Saturday um Sunday matchup, Coach fans, don't worry. They they <laughs> they lose a lot of preseason games. Remember the year they lost all four preseason games. They won the Super Bowl. So chill Doesn't out. Doesn't matter preseason. how you start, it's how you end. <laughs> so um, here's a couple of good games that might actually turn out to be something because you know those uh, backups are playing for games. So. There you I have think Philly four. and Miami is going to be a good game because they're going to have both the uh, both sides of the balls playing for for something like you said a spot on the team. But we got both of those teams have pretty good depth. Yes, depth. I like the word depth. I don't know why. So, but um, so uh, this is what's going down. We're changing it up a little bit. So we're going to get into our our talks now about the division. We're going to start off with the NFC North. Uh, we normally play Raphael a little bit later on, but he's we're going to actually bring him in first oh. and let him give us the the uh, what the odds and the numbers are saying in Vegas, and then we're going to go in and talk and see how close we are to uh, what Vegas is thinking. As you can see, this is how they finished up last season. So we're going to go ahead and start Raphael's uh, part on the NFC North. Cool, cool. Raphael Esparza here from Doc Sports Services. Now let's talk about the NFC North. Kind of my division since I was born and raised in the Chicago land area. But I can tell you one thing. The Chicago Bears ain't winning this division. I do believe it's going to be a two-team a two -team race to win this division. We got Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of young pups playing right receivers. But I think that Packer defense should be fun to watch. I think they win this division. They're minus 180. Really thought we'd be 2-1 to one by now. I think the Minnesota Vikings may be the only ones I think can sneak up and bite and win this division. Uh, 
Packers total season wins 11 and a half. Don't, no value in there. I don't want to bet the under. Uh, like I've talked before with Tampa Bay betting the under. Uh, I would not be shocked. I, Aaron Rodgers will make some stars out of these young wide receivers. So that's a, a given. And this Packer defense, if they play well like they have, uh, and maybe in, in some of the spring practices I've seen and in preseason, it'd be very interesting to see what they do all season long. So Packers at minus 180. I think they win a division. No value in this one. Minnesota Vikings, like I said, I think this is the only team that can maybe snip uh, and, and take this division plus 280. Some three to ones out there. Shop around to get the best price there. Total season wins eight and a half. So uh, I do see a little bit of value on this one. If you like the over, if you think Minnesota can steal that one, I don't have any action on it. I don't think that there is that much, but I can see value on people saying maybe they can steal it and win that division. Uh, but plus 280, I was hoping to get three to one or high if I wanted to bet myself in the money uh, that I have to bet that one. But I think they can maybe sneak up and maybe get something on there. So look out for the Vikings. And then the Lions, they're 10 to one to win the division. They're on HBO. I mean, it's been horrible. I don't watch those HBO shows. I've only caught maybe a last a couple five minutes of them. I couldn't watch it. Uh, their total season wins six and a half. I think they play better. I think they're not the worst team in that division. So I, I see some value in the over. I think their defense plays really well. And if they get any kind of offensive going, I think they could be a very surprise team. I'm not going to say they make playoffs to win a division, but they could be a surprise team to win some W's in that division and all season long. And then the Chicago Bears, I think that could be one of the worst teams in the league. I think maybe battling with Atlanta uh, as the worst team. I, I have no confidence in the Chicago Bears. Don't tell all my uncles and cousins and friends in the Chicagoland area. Their total season wins is six and a half. The unders minus 160. There's some sixes out there. Uh, so take a shot. If you can get still get six and a half. They're 13 to one. But I saw some 15 to ones to the win division. They're not going to win it. Like I said, it's going to be a two-team race between uh, the uh, Vikings and the Bears. I see the Bears. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, the Vikings and the Packers. I see the Packers uh, winning this one. And Aaron Rodgers has a really, really, really big uh, season again. Does he repeat? I don't think so, but it should be fun to watch to see what he does with his new pups as his wide receivers. You guys enjoy the NFC North and the AFC North previews. Have a fantastic day, fantastic week. Stay safe. Well. Interesting. Interesting. Well, um, I think he's giving Minnesota way too much credit. Man, um, yeah, I don't see them stealing that many. <laughs> no, no, I don't. But um, I guess we can get into it ourselves. But um, this is how the division – oh, where'd we go? I lost us. Uh, and job. we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is how they finished up last. Let me get where I'm supposed to be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Bam, there we go. So this is where they finished up last year. Um, Green Bay, obviously, uh, won the division. Aaron Rodgers, MVP, back-to-back again, 13-4, um, and four, followed by Minnesota at 8-9. and nine. So you have one team in this division finish over 500, and the other teams mm, – why talk about them? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be the same way as it was last year. Just flip yeah. flop the last two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I only. Well, I, I mean, we'll 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 get into yeah, we'll it. Get but, to, and and we're into it. And we're into yeah, it. We're let's into let's it. not even play it. Let's let's play. Let's, let's go. go. Green Bay's up first. They're so, going to be first all yeah. year long. Yeah, they're going to repeat. I mean, 
you think you're going to see you think you're going to see a difference in the offense with the lack of uh, Devontae Adams, but you're not because Aaron Rodgers has had what nine, eight, seven, twelve, fifteen different groups of receivers. Um, he's made stars out of people that we didn't even know where they went to college. So, and I expect that to keep happening. Brady was good at it. Peyton was good at it. And Aaron is good at it. So um, I, I think that some of these receivers are going to benefit from this, getting the opportunity. Um, their defense is stronger. They drafted well, the defensive side of the ball. And I, I, I like it. I like them to win this division. I like them to win this division handily. They might just by the just maybe because it's the last game of the year and everybody is resting for their playoff run, lose a game of the division. Ouch. Well, you know, I'm maybe. Not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with much. We're one one game off of each other on their on their uh, records, but like you said. Uh, they did lose Devontae Adams, but they did bring in Sammy Watkins from Baltimore, and they drafted North Dakota State rookie Christian Watson, who I think is his eyes is going to need to be on that kid right there because I guarantee he's going to have a hell of a rookie season with the leader uh, of, you know, with the leader mentality of Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. And he, I'm sorry, you look at their season, you look at their schedule. It's an easy schedule pretty much overall. You look at the teams that they play, they should not lose more than four games, period. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's set up for a, a ride. You know what I mean? Um, the way it's set up with somebody's uh, loosey-goosey defenses he has to go, uh, don't put it past him winning three straight MVPs. I know Josh Allen is the front runner, but it's hard to go against these old dudes that – Still doing it. Yeah, I mean, he's not missed a step yet. So that takes us into um, who we both feel is going to well, finish. They finished second. second last year. Yeah, they finished and that's second. Where they're going to finish this year? <laughs> where they're going to finish this year as well? Um, I nope. get this is what you didn't feel, so I didn't see what you I put. did. Oh, okay. Uh, I put eight and nine. I think that again, Minnesota will, or I'm sorry, Green Bay will be the only team in this division that is over 500 on their record. I just think that Minnesota is just sketchy. Um, they've not been able to. I mean, you look on paper, and that offense should be scoring 50 points a game. But if the defense is allowing 51 points a game, you can't win. So that's where it scares me. I don't think that they're going to be able to pull it off, especially in the division where they got to play Green Bay twice. They do go to Detroit once. They got to go to uh, uh, oh, shoot uh, Chicago. Chicago. I mean, yes, it is Chicago. However, you're in Chicago. It is a, a division rival. Who knows what happened? Maybe that's one of Chicago's, you know, two wins. But yeah, <laughs> he said two. He <laughs> um. No, um, I mean, I like Kirk Cousins, man. I think Kirk Cousins um, played the game properly, bet on himself properly, uh, made more money than any quarterback yeah. in the National Football League in the last five years. He orchestrated it properly, and all he did is step up. And what sucks is 
There's no one stepping up with him. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, if you got Kirk Cousins in your fantasy league as your backup, hey, good backup, good fantasy pick. I think you know what I'm saying. Maybe your uh, what sixth, seventh round pick for your backup quarterback. I don't know. I think that's what he'll be good for. But um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they might steal a game and get over 500, get to that five five seven. <laughs> five five seven record right um but i wouldn't be surprised if no team in this division other than green bay uh finishes above 500 yep i agree which moves us on to the bears they the finished bears. they finished third um last season and Not what a season. what a what a stink buckle that is going on in Chicago. Um, at the beginning of the, uh, at the end of the draft, going into all of the offseason things, you know, I felt that Chicago might be, might be heading in a um, proper direction. And then training camp started and <laughs> preseason. Um, worst team in the, worst team, worst team in football, worst team in football. Um, maybe them in Seattle, them in Seattle, them Seattle and Atlanta is going to be fighting for that this year. But I just put five because I do think that again, they may steal one from Minnesota. Um, they're probably going to go one and one with Detroit. I doubt they're going to do anything against green Bay. Uh, you know, but I really want to change mine. I want to change. I really want to change mine from six to 11 to like three and 14, bro. I, mean, I don't think they're going to be it. good at all, man. I I man. really want to change mine. <laughs> well, you, you better change it now. So people can't I'll come do back it. and you're six I'll and 11. It. I'll do it. I, I don't, I don't have faith that they'll win six games, bro. I, I really, really don't, don't have faith that they're going to win you know five I mean? games. But like I said, I think they may sneak one out against Minnesota. They probably will go one and one with Detroit. Uh, you know, they, they they play the Giants, they play Washington. There's a possible one-on-one. Um, I, I have more faith in Washington because of the people around. You know what I'm saying? They got a really good defense. Uh, okay, Young, I'll you Chase, Chase Young is coming back. Yeah. He looks healthy. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, Kirk Cousins sucks, but he's not, you know what I mean? He's not Carson Wentz. <laughs> I don't know. I, did don't I, know. I did. Yeah, I, mean, but, I don't hey, know what's going on with the Bears. Chicago so. got rid of Allen Robinson and Marquise Goodwin. They did bring in Wookie, the rookie wide receiver Velas Jones Jr. from Tennessee. I think he may be the next Devin Hester because he is a hell of a, a returned attack. But that's not going to be enough to win that many games. So, Chicago, sorry, guys. You're going to have a hell of a season. I brought in enough pump returns in the world. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. You got, uh, yeah, first, I changed mine, first, man. I changed. You have mine. to stop the offense for them to punt. Well, you gotta, you gotta do something. They can't. They ain't gonna be able to move the ball. <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to stop the ball. I know, dude did uh, report to camp. Um, he's gonna play the year. He said he's betting on himself. He says negotiations have stopped. I'm gonna play, but I'm playing for me. You know what I mean? Sorry, fans, but I'm gonna play football. But hey, I'm I'm betting on me. So that's the only good thing that's coming out of there. Khalil Mack is gone. Man, oof. Hey, bro. It's, mm -mm. 
<laughs> Sorry, Bears, but yeah. it is there is no bear down. Y'all bearing out. Oh yeah, the Bears are <laughs> gone. <laughs> um, the Lions are up next. Lions are an interesting team. Yeah, Lions are an interesting team. I think they got a lot of good pieces, but I'm not sure if those good pieces are going to fit well together. The strongest part of their team is going to be on the defense. Yep. So um, we'll see, man. I got, I got, I feel that Detroit is in the direction of trust the process. Kind of, sort of. I, you know, I will say, you know, the defense has shown certain things at times, but there's still problems there. It just, it, it irks me to just kind of look at that defense and say, you know, you look good on paper, you should be better and you just blow games. that shouldn't be blowing here. And my strongest thing for the, for the lions is that dual backfield in um, Deandre Swift and Jamal Williams. I think that that's going to be a hell of a dual backfield if they use them properly. They could help Jared Goff out in the backfield from not getting killed every game. You know, you have to do something to open up the the pass game. If you got a dual set back in the backfield, it does open up for screens, those wideouts, those guys can, can take it through, take it through the uh, you know, the the defensive back. It's just going to yeah, okay, Scott, Scott Schroeder. Shout out to Scott Schroeder. He runs with iRacing with us. He's with ECRS. East Coast Racing uh, Series, the ones we do the trucks with, coming out with the next gen soon. He is the owner of Boomer Button Box, the B3. So check him out, Boomer Button Box. Thanks, Scott. Detroit needs a few wide receivers. Detroit needs way more than just a few wide receivers. But they are on the right path. I do agree with you, Damon, um, that Detroit is way more upside than Chicago is in that division. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the mentality has got to change. and It's going to change on defense. And I'm not saying it because he's a Michigan guy, but Aiden Hutchinson is a different type of dude. You know what I'm saying? He's that cloth of what? You know what I'm saying? He's that type of player on the end that can change defenses and he can change the mentality of defenses. Like, if this dude is going hard every play, how can I not go hard every play with him? You know what I mean? So I think that's a, a – uh, and you see that in the preseason. You see that in certain areas they was lacking. Look, Detroit had what um, – but they had like nine one possession losses or like seven one possession losses last year. So they're right there in games. They just didn't know how to win. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you got to get a winning mentality around there, a different perspective. And I think Detroit is on the way up. I believe so. We'll see. There so, you have the NFC North, the last NFC division. Before the regular season starts, baby. Yep. So uh, <laughs> that means Dynasty Brothers Fantasy Spotlight is up. It is their turn. Check them out. Dynasty Bros FF everywhere that you look out. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. They got it all over there. Check them out if you are in the fantasy football world. And here they are. Yo, 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 what's good, Brodies and Bays? It's the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast back with the BW1 Sports Info, man. And we're here still doing divisional breakdowns. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. You got Dynasty Bro Vic here with our DJ. What's good? I'm Avo. All right, so this week we're going to combine the North and the South, man. So uh, just like you said, this is us prepping you guys for your drafts coming up. 
prepping you guys for the trades coming up and just let you know who we're in on and who we're out on, man, because all that information is needed going forward while we're swinging right into bro. Football's right around the corner. Bro. Right around the corner, bro. I'm excited, man. I'm ready for these naps. I'm ready for this uh, chicken dip and these wings. I did not know you was going to leave with. I'm ready for these naps. I'm ready to be checking my fantasy scores, seeing I'm kicking y'all ass in these leagues. He He's crossing the line so many times tonight. Let's Talk go. about your t-shirt first. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, it's the North, man. Shout out to bring out the NFL Jam shirt for uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, man. So, you see it, man. Shit, going up? Right on. All right. So, look, uh, I got a couple guys. You got a couple guys. Whether you like them or you don't, man, we're just going to get into it and talk about it. You ready? Yeah, bro. Uh, let's start with a guy that I like. Let's start with the North, AFC North. So, uh, Rashad Bateman, man. I really like Rashad Bateman this year. They just lost Hollywood Brown in a passing game. He commanded about 24% of the targets. So, I'm expecting Rashad Bateman to step up and own those. And keep in mind, a lot of people like to think the Ravens are a rushing team, which they are, but they were ninth in pass attempts, so they want to throw the ball. So all those passes and targets can't go to Mark Andrews as a stud. Rashad Bateman's going to take a leap, man. So he's a smooth route runner too, man. He gets it done in the red zone, so I'm expecting him to have an uptick in the touchdowns and catches and targets, bro. Okay, okay. Um, let me talk about a guy I don't like. I just pivoted. Let me talk about Amari Cooper, bro. Look. I'm afraid of that whole Browns offense, man. Outside the running game, I think they'll do enough to piece that together because those running backs in the scheme is so good. Um, but anything that's led by Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> I don't want this year, man, unless it's a tight end. And, you know, it don't take that much to be a decent tight end. But I don't want anything because Jacoby Brissett can never entertain wide receivers or any kind of pass catchers. And we've seen it. He doesn't have the longest track record, but he's at least been a starter for three years. So I don't want any of it. Um, and even when Deshaun does come back after week 11, he's been rusty. He didn't even look that good in the preseason. So I don't want him at all, man. I don't want no Mark Cooper. If you can sell on name and dynasty leagues, do it. If you're doing any daily, you know, DFS, don't ever buy in on no Mark Cooper, man, because the upside is so bad this year. All right, man. I got a guy that I don't like since you threw that out there. J.K. Dobbins, man. I know he's supposed to be coming back, bouncing back out the injury, but – so it looks like the injury was a little bit more severe than what was initially thought. So I'm just staying away. Just given, you know, it's just not sounding good, at least with what I'm hearing. So I'm good, bro. And I've actually traded some uh, J.K. Diamonds, man. Nice. I, just, I just moved off him. So. To me. You can have him, bro. All right, fuck it, man. Can, I got I got one on the fly, I'm going to do. Because it wouldn't be right if we don't do the coats. I love Michael Pittman this year, bro. Um... I think it's going to be a stud, bro. We talked about it a lot when we talked about Matt Ryan, how he can entertain a number one receiver. Yeah. Um, in fantasy, I do think Pittman takes an even bigger leap with a more accurate quarterback. I think they're going to actually let my, Matt Ryan throw the ball a little bit more. And you can hear um, uh, Coach speak, you know, talking about how we need to not just be a ground and pound team because, you know, the guys that win in the playoffs, they're a little bit more balanced attack. And you can't be a more balanced attack if you're not going to Michael Pittman because we don't have the greatest of weapons. we got an Alec Pierce who's a rookie and a Paris Campbell who stays banged up. Give me Michael Pittman who did it with uh, uh, with a messed up Carson Wentz. Yeah. I feel like he held Pittman back. So give me Pittman with Matt Ryan. I think he's going to take an even bigger leap this year. All right, bro. Since we're in the South, let's talk about uh, Derrick Henry, man. This was a guy who had a top five finish past two seasons in a row before the injury. Now, mind you, the type of injuries coming off of is the same injury that kept Joe Nixon sidelined. So we just saw Joe Nixon come off a top five season. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting Derrick Henry to go back to where he was as far as having a top five finish. 
And bro, he was on pace. He was actually leading the league in rushing yards he's for the injury. So he's a dog. He's looking good in training camp, man. He's looking back to himself. So no concerns there. If you can get some Derrick Henry in these fancy drives, don't don't shy away from him. They want to run the ball in Tennessee. All right, there you go, man. We we both have floated out some some players we like, some players we don't cover the north and the south all at one. DJ Avo been back there spending the whole time. Avo, since you don't get to talk that much on this pod, do you would you good. like to walk us out, brother? Hey man, y'all make sure y'all catch us at Dynasty Bros, man. We the bros. Hey, Dynasty Bros, man. And shout out to the one, shout out to the lion. Yeah. Hey, oh nah. Hey, follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter and follow oh, yeah, the that. main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. Where can we follow you at, Vic? Hey, you can follow me at Chief FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast or if you listen to Dynasty Bros FF. We get you right in these fantasy leagues, bro. Let's dominate. You already know. Just in case you want to follow me, it's at Avo Love. Thanks, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showing you how to dominate your league, Dynasty Bros style. We the bros, baby. Awkward landing, but we landed. We landed. <laughs> <laughs> They on it, man. If y'all, yeah, he was. If y'all need to listen, listen to their picks in the South, and then go watch our replay of last week's show. And we're pretty on board with everything that everybody says on things. Now, they did mention uh, the AFC North, which that's where we're heading to now. Which that is my boy, the ones division, because his dynamic. Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel Curtain, plays in the AFC North. So, Damon, show the world how this all transpired last season. And how Maybe. It <laughs> Here's the North. This is how it fell out last. No, that's not how it fell, but this is how it fell out last year or last season. Cincinnati snuck out the out, out the backside, um, winning the division, uh, finishing strong behind uh, dynamic Joe Namath reincarnated uh, Joe Burrow, who's probably got the best swag of all the white dudes in the league right now. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. <laughs> yeah, he's swagged out. Um, they finished well. Uh, Pittsburgh kind of limped in to finish second. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? With a, uh, a, a favorable farewell season for Ben Roethlisberger, saying favorable that um, it was the 16th straight nine losing season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, uh, Baltimore faulted, started off the season very strong, faulted late with injuries to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. was uh, the most injured team in the league last year. And they still finished a a down away from being over 500. Um, and the Browns, um, yeah, the Browns. The Browns are the bad. <laughs> and, you know, so, it's not going to be much different, honestly, in my opinion. But we'll find out here in a second about this division. So let's start off with Cincinnati, bro. Are you going to start off with Raphael? Oh, yeah. We are going to start off with Rafael. I forgot. Our main man from Vegas, baby, coming in hot with his picks of the AFC North. 
Prepula Sparza here from Doc Sports Services jumping into the AFC North. I can't believe football for the last week of preseason this weekend. Then we go to college football week zeros on Saturday and college football week one next week. So it's a fun time here at Doc Sports and everywhere that's going to be watching football. But AFC North in the pros. Can't wait to, to see how this outcome is. It's a toss-up. Baltimore Ravens, who are 12-5 last year, the winner division are plus 140. But it's kind of difficult for me to see this because the Bengals were a plus uh, was it a plus one seventy. Both total season wins for these two teams are both nine and a half over on uh, Baltimore at minus one sixty five to under um, Cincinnati at minus one thirty five. So it's a little confusing. I think uh, it could go either way, but don't sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I know Kenny Pickett is, is blowing up on preseason. He could steal the number one job over Trubinsky. Uh, Madison Rudolph has also played really well. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 9-1 to one to win a division. Total season wins, 7.5. I love the over in 7.5. It's probably one of my favorite uh, total season wins. Pittsburgh Steelers, all they do is win double digits and no big bend behind there. I think they'll be able to throw the ball. So a little bit shocked that the Pittsburgh Steelers, 9-1 to one in the win a division. Uh, I don't think they win it, but total season wins, I think they go over uh, on that one. Their defense is going to be Rock salads are seven and a half. The over is minus 120. And then the Cleveland Browns. I know everyone's probably tired of talking about the Cleveland Browns. I know I am completely tired for the Cleveland uh, talking about their plus 375. I would not be shocked this one continues to climb upwards four to one plus 450 to win a division or total season wins. Most books have them locked down. Uh, most uh, most last time I saw books had them at eight to under at minus 130. So I'm done talking about the Cleveland Browns. They ain't going to win this division. They ain't going to make the playoffs. Uh, I think it's a three-team race. I would not, again, I would not be shocked if Pittsburgh maybe takes a steal uh, and wins this one. I don't. I would love to get the 9-1. to one. I have a 9-1. to one. I know I have a plus 950 ticket uh, on that one. But uh, it's very interesting. At Bravens, Bengals. Maybe Pittsburgh. Who knows who's going to win in this division, but it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, we'll be back with the NFC North pretty shortly. You guys all have a fantastic uh, rest of the week. I love that guy. I I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Ah, because I there didn't have my mic on. <laughs> Yeah, it's I love get that guy. I was figuring I you did. Love that guy. That guy is absolutely awesome. So let's run through this AFC North, man. We're getting late. So <laughs> <laughs> this is like he said, though, D. It's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting division in the league this year. I think this is one of the more stacked divisions in the league. Um, regardless of those three teams' records, they're going to be beating each other up you know, twice, uh, at least twice each, uh, possibly a third one in that first round of the playoffs. We'll see. That's normally how this division works. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it kind of mimics the, um, the AFC West, not saying that all teams are good, but all teams are known for battling hard within each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, I mean, this is that cold, all these teams playing cold areas, stadiums, everything's rough, hard, rugged. They're but, all outside, uh, And too. they're all outside. Yeah. Yep. So um, it's going to be a fun <laughs> one. But we'll start off with Cincinnati. Cincinnati won a division last year. They got old Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? He's exciting. Um, Dixon is back looking really good. You know what I mean? They got um, great receivers who's showing, showing what they can do last year. Um, I like their defense. Uh, Bates signed the the franchise tender. 
So he's betting on himself. He's trying to make that money. So you know he's coming out playing hard. Cincinnati is probably going to win this division. Cincinnati is tough, man. They didn't really lose much from last year. That team was tough. Like you mentioned, Joe Burrow still behind uh, the center and and just looking looking like he's growing and growing every time he goes out there, uh, which is great. D, I think you just hit your your knee, your foot, your something. It looked like you, you just said. No, nah, I had a I had a pain go through through the ah. ankle, so I had to shift my ah. position. It made everything stop. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you a shout out, D. This doesn't happen much often, but your rookie, your boy from Michigan, um, Dax Hill. Yes. He, that just kind of elevated their defensive backfield. So this is going to really be interesting. I think it's I, I think that with the improvement on the defense out of five out of six draft picks went to the defense. Okay, five out of six. They didn't have to do much to the offense. They know what made them lose the Super Bowl. That was on their defense. Now they're stacking it up with with decent picks. They're young. Talented, they're athletic. Now let's see what happens on the field. I think it's still their division to lose. But hey, like like Raphael said, man, this is a hell of a division, and it is going to be a three-team division. Uh, it is going to be a three-team race. Um, we'll talk about them as least as matter as possible here in a little bit. But uh next up are the the black and gold uh finished division last year. At um, number two with the lone uh, tie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So made the playoffs, 16th straight season with um, of a winning season. Um, and personally, I don't think that doesn't change. You know what I mean? I like to defend my, my coach, not so much my team. Like my timeline, my timeline might be the most disrespected, you know what I mean? Not giving his credit coach or giving his snide comment credit as a coach. Like Bill Belichick gets the, the 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 benefit of the doubt. He's done this. He's done that. We don't know who his offensive coordinator is. We don't know who's going to call the plays. He gets the benefit of the doubt. Why can't Mike Tomlin get that same benefit of the doubt of 16 straight seasons of not losing a game? I mean, of not losing, having a losing season with a quarterback that should have been gone three seasons ago. Yeah, and he wasn't healthy any of those three. Any of you know what I'm saying? It should, and I love Ben. Ben was my favorite Steeler ever. Period. Hands down. I don't care what nobody say. He was my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Court, uh, bathroom and all, <laughs> motorcycle and all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was I took you for his faults. He changed. He got better. You know what I'm saying? That was my guy. But he should have been gone. But we couldn't let him go because a duck couldn't get it done. Uh, Mason Rudolph couldn't get it done. He was too busy ducking helmets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They said, oh, Mason's having a great camp. Mason always has a great damn camp. But then when it comes time to do your thing in the game when Ben can't go, we have issues. So, yeah, I'm out of that. I'm not. It's our, our strength is our defense, underrated receivers, uh, underrated receiving core, very strong receiving core, good young guys, good leadership with Claypool. Fire move is a dude. He's going to be the next great tight end out of Pittsburgh following Todd Heath and all those guys. So don't slip on the Steelers. I don't know about 10 wins. I don't know about 10 wins, 
but I'm very with that over that over seven that he's got. I got nine wins. I got nine wins. I got him. I got him right there with you. Close. Um, I think Najee Harris and Benny Snell coming out of the backfield could be a good dual threat. Obviously, Najee Harris having to step up on Benny Snell, but Benny Snell's seen it before. He's been there for a minute um, in the in the league. He's been with you guys for what three seasons now? Yeah. So, you know, he knows the offense. He knows the scheme. He knows the team. <sighs> no disrespect, D. I love your coach, Mike Tomlin. I see Mike Tomlin on a weekly basis now, especially during football season, right across the camera from me. But, but all things come to an end. Just like the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania, Mike Tomlin's streak of being over 500 will end this season. At eight and nine. And that's why I picked the Cowboys to win the division. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it, man. I just, like I said, he's a damn good coach. They have it. Like you said, y'all said defense. Defense is key, man. But I just don't, I don't, I'm not sold on their offense. I'm not sold, man. Hey, I am 100% all in. I'll give Mitchell, I want to pick it. I wanted to get in the draft. Gonna make it. And I had it, I wanted him in the draft. <laughs> I did because they got to scout him when no other NFL team could. They got to do it because I didn't do it, just look out the window. <laughs> He's right there. Over 50 starts in college, got to play that extra year. You know, I mean, benefited well, won the ACC. Um, what was it, 42 touchdowns and under 10 interceptions. He's ready. He's 24 years old. What did I hear today? He's older than everybody in the 21 draft. Jalen Hurts is starting his third year, and he is older than Jalen Hurts. This man is ready to go. But I also think Mitch Trubisky needs to get his second opportunity. Now, may it be two, three, four games. May it be none. May your preseason be the audition for somebody else. But I feel that Matt Nagy deserved you another shot. I agree with that. But do you put do you really put your faith in Mitch Trubisky starting off the season, or do you put the rookie in? Me personally, I put the rookie in how he's played. He's got more reps. I know like all of those reps had been varsity reps, but you can see the momentum shift in when he's in the game. Team's more fired up. Uh passes are on point. Um, accurate in the seat, reading the zones well, moving, manipulating the pocket well. And you can see the rally behind the guys. I like the guy. And what and what does he do? I mean, granted, it's preseason, but in two-minute situations, three times he's went down and gotten touchdowns. You know what I mean? You threw Peyton Manning in the fire. You threw all those guys in the fire. He was just your guy. You got to put him out there. You got you got a good running game. You got good receivers, good tight end. He, you need to get the ball downfield, and that's who you got to do it with. Your defense is going to be your strength. Period. You know what I mean? Everybody's back healthy. Yep. For now. For now. There you go. But you know what I mean, I love being, I love being a deaf, but he was what was holding us back. Yes, yeah, sure. And I blame Mason Rudolph because he wasn't allowed. It's not no. your coach. I agree no. with you. It's not your coach. It's not the organization. Three coaches in 50 years. It's all we do no. is win, no. win, 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 win. Only thing that's better than us is Tom Brady. 
<laughs> Moving on to the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens, one of the hated rivals of your team. Um, yeah, I yeah, I think Indianapolis should hate Baltimore more than we do. I mean, but or maybe Baltimore should hate Indianapolis more than we do. I don't know. You know I mean, yeah, they I did steal the Colts. <laughs> I think it should be that way. No, um, Baltimore looked really good going into all the injuries. Um, they had injuries in the backfield. They had injuries on the wide receivers. You had injuries at the quarterback at the eight after he couldn't do it no more by himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they look good. They bring in um, – they got passers. I like uh, the receiver that um, uh, Sosa mentioned. He looked good in preseason. He made some, yeah, he made some really good plays in preseason for the, uh, the Ravens. I like his growth. Andrews is a stud at tight end. Um, I think they, like you said, they took, they they were ninth in pass attempts. So they want to do more than run. They're going to eat up the middle of the field, but having a guy like Baseman allows them to attack the outside as well. So we're going to see the development of Lamar Jackson's arm. I think Ravens have a good upside if everybody stays healthy with his style of football. And they're going to have to pay him eventually. So we'll see. You know what I mean? If I'm Lamar, I don't bet on myself. No, I'm I, I, I don't play. I don't play without a contract. If I'm in his situation, the the way he plays the game, I don't. I don't play. If they don't have a contract by week one, I don't play. Well, I mean, which is making me skeptical on my nine and eight in your ten and seven. You know, you never know yeah. what's happen. But <laughs> if he does sign, if they do get a contract on him, he does sign. Like you said. They're a healthy threat, okay? When I say that, people, I'm saying they are a major threat when healthy. We have not seen a healthy Baltimore Ravens team in a few years, a full 100% healthy. Now, I know everybody gets hurt every now and then. may take a game off here to kind of heal something going on. But that was a debacle of injuries that happened kind of just one after another after another, and it was like last a domino time, Last time he won MVP. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's definitely worth it. He is a good quarterback. I don't I don't see why there's so much doubt in him. And maybe it's just because of the injury. Um, but I yeah. It's ridiculous. You designed your you drafted him knowing what he was, mm-hmm. and you designed your whole offense and team around him yep. pay him. Yeah. Period. That's you why know, you me, I don't play. Me, I don't play. That's me. You know what I mean? And he's his own agent. Yeah, me, I don't play. You need me more than I need you because I guarantee you after I sit this year, everybody's coming for me that needs a quarterback. Yeah, and there's <laughs> there may be a few teams out there that would really like to pay him next year. Yeah, yeah, I get rid of my whole I, – I, I get rid of all three of my quarterbacks and bring him into Pittsburgh. Holla. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did, they did get rid of Marquise Brown, which did take – it's going to show on the field a little bit. Just depends on how, you know, Bateman and the other rookie or second-year sophomore uh, receiver, I can't remember his name, Beatty. Uh, they got him last year as well. So we'll have to see what um, – I don't know. Beatty is gone, I think. Yeah, Beatty's gone. Yeah, I don't know. He's in the, he's in the backfield. <laughs> All right, I don't have my glasses on. on. Yeah, I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> I can't see without my glasses. I was just watching Scooby Doo early. 
<laughs> no. So here we go. Um, the ass of the AFC North continues to be the Cleveland Browns. Here's the all I got to this- uh the, the the team with the most losing losing season since the Steelers had their last one in 03. Yeah. Uh the Cleveland Browns 16. Exactly. 16 losing seasons. Way to go, jackasses. But and I think it's not going to change this year. Um you're not going to have Deshaun Watson for 11 games. Um and when you get him back, he hadn't played and what was it? Um, 600 and some odd days or something like that. So I'm not excited about them. You have a great team with no one to lead them. So I have no positives for the Cleveland Browns whatsoever. Um, I'm being gracious at giving them eight and nine, bro. I'm being gracious. You're being very gracious. I'm being gracious in my mind with their six. I think they might fall under six, uh, six wins total. Uh, and Jacoby, they trust. Sorry. Hey, man, I'm a Jacoby fan when he was here, but uh, Mo. <laughs> and that was and that was really blind faith because I just want the brother to get his opportunity to get his fair shake. Um, he did. I think, I think you got to have a fair shake because, again, everybody was hurt. <laughs> Who are you going to throw to? Yourself? <laughs> and then My you game more yards. So, I mean, I guess you'll see now with Cleveland. I mean, because they got pieces. They got a backfield. They got receivers. They got an awesome defense. So, um, I think we'll the see. office turmoil is going to cause them headaches more than what we'll actually see. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, it's bad. So, yep. I don't know to say about them. I don't really have a lot to say about nope. Cleveland. And I'm going to try to stay on the football field, but I don't see a whole lot of positives with the Cleveland Browns. So, there nope. you got it. <laughs> nope. I have nothing to say. I said, want, 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 want. That's it. That's all I got. And uh, we kind of ran over a little bit. So, you got, a one, you got a ones up, my guy? Uh, no, I do not have one out the lion's den. Do you have I one? I mean, uh, uh, that's <laughs> over here. I got you. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm good, actually. All right. I do have a ones up real quick. If you haven't been watching the Little League World Series, awesome. It's the perfect time of year. Um, it's one of the best times of year. You get to see all of these Little League guys, these 11 and 12-year-old young men and women from all over the world. Uh, try to get to one place in the United States in Williamsburg, Pennsylvania to play a game that is so pure. It is awesome to see. And I want to give a shout out to all of those kids from, what was it? Um, Bargerstown, Hagerstown, Hagerstown, Indiana. And I think it's up north, right? Man, up, I want to say it's like northeast. Uh, yeah, thinking up by Elkhart, getting it? Ended up by Elkhart? I think it's up that way, yeah. Yeah, so I want to give a shout out to yeah, give a shout out to those kids. I know they got put out last night of the tournament, mm-hmm. but what great effort! Uh, great effort to all those kids around the world, and that was my ones up for today. And so, yes, we were both right. They are up uh, northeast. It's out by New. It's east of Newcastle. Oh, so it's now. It's really not that far from us. No, it's, it's an hour away. Yeah. Yep. So it's nowhere close to Elkhart. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Nope. Nowhere close. <laughs> yeah, well. All right. So I'm not doing um, a show of geography. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> 
So there you have it. Make sure you guys check out the website, uh, www.bwsports1.com. Um, check out all of our social medias. As you can see, the other guys on our lineup, check those guys out, support us all. Um, Dan, that's it, bro. All right, you know, real quick, since it is football season and high school and schools are back in, athletics uh, have started back up. I'm not bull crapping you guys. Elite performance, you need to check them out because they have carding kids, they have baseball kids, they have softball kids, they have soccer kids, wrestlers, football players, excuse me, volleyball players, basketball players, everything there. And they have this awesome program called Synaptech. It is amazing. It is now at Elite Performance, and they are the uh, man. It's helping me with reaction times. So yeah, check them out. I'm not gonna lie. Check them out. Go to our website www.bwsports1.com. Check out the bullpen. Click Elite Performance and follow it. Threes, bees. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's it. That's all right. We'll see you guys next week, next Wednesday at 8 o'clock sharp for the NCAA kickoff show. Can't wait, brother. I can't wait. That means football season is here, and I'm waiting on my backup to come. I know. I'm trying to stall. I'm trying to stall. And end us off. She's not listening. Make sure you go to the One's Kitchen Facebook page. Check out the menu for the one's weekend meals. Um, the first lineup for delivery or for pickup for September 11th is posted. Order now. I can't wait to get mine. I can't wait to get mine. I'm gonna put the order in. And Damon, as always, brother, before NCAA starts football next week in our kickoff show, what do we do? We keep Indy sporty. See you next week with our NCAA preview show. Show, 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 show. Can't wait.